I love my new Jeep. But here's the thing. It's, it's, I've had it six months now, so it's, it's, it's not as new anymore. Uh, but I love being in the Jeep. And part of that is the feeling like I can go anywhere. You right? I, I can get stuck, and then I can get unstuck. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's just, it's, it feels good. I've never been in a, a four-wheel drive vehicle, never. And it feels like, okay, I, I can be ready. I'm ready, no matter what the terrain, uh, no matter what the, the weather conditions are. And I, I need to say this, you know, I'm not Mr. Adventure, okay? <laughs> but the Jeep helps me to be more adventurous, and that's good. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Adventure, I'm not, I'm not trying to... Let's say I'm something that I'm not, but, but the Jeep kind of is something that helps me to get out there and, and live life to the fullest and, and, and be on an adventure. So now as I approach 40, yeah, later this month, okay, as I approach 40, uh, it's been my hope that this, that this Jeep wasn't a part of a midlife crisis. That's, that's my sincere hope. You know, I mean, here's the thing. I didn't get, I didn't get a red Corvette. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> um, but I will say, Karen thought at times that I was getting close. Getting close to the midlife crisis. Uh, when, I was, when I was really looking for the, the bright orange or bright green Wrangler, she thought, okay, he's, what's going on with this guy? But, but I settled for the silver one. And so, you know, I, I maintained some conservatism. Uh, I made my wife happy, and I avoided the midlife crisis. All is well. <laughs> so now I, I, I say all this because in, in kind, of, kind of swinging from the, the Jeep life to the Christian life, I think that both, both are to have a sense of adventure. Part of the problem is that many of us have made our spiritual life too predictable, mundane, comfortable, and safe. Now, I'm not saying that it's God's will for all of us to go out and buy a Jeep Wrangler, even though that'd be really cool, all right? It'd be awesome to come to church on Sunday morning and see the entire parking lot full of Jeep Wranglers of every color. I mean, that would be awesome, but that's not what I'm saying this morning, that we need to go out and, and do that. But I am wanting us to, to start to think about the sense of adventure uh, that should be in our spiritual life, that be in our life with God. See, it seems to me, when I read the Bible, that, that God wants us to go on a journey with Him. A journey that's filled with, with new learning and exciting moments and meaningful 
memories. That's, that's what I see. So I have to then turn to myself, Andy, are you living it? My friends, the church, are you living it? So, uh, back in seminary, uh, when we lived out in uh, Pennsylvania, I just remembered this yesterday. Karen and I, and Bella might have just been coming on the scene. I, I can't quite remember. She's, but, <laughs> but back in seminary, we, we decided to, uh, to just go. There was a, a few trips we took where we decided, let, let's just get in the car and go. We don't know where we're going. Okay? But, you know, somewhere in the, you know, four to five hour radius kind of thing. We're not going to just keep going, 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 gone. But we're, you know, within a, a, a kind of a, a geographical radius, we said, let's, 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 just, let's just go. We have a few days off. Let's, let's just start driving and, and, and see where we end up. And it was always good. It was new. We didn't, didn't quite know what was to come, but, but it, was, it was good. Kind of, made, kind of was pretty exciting. And uh, we haven't done it for a few years, have we, hon? We, we, right? We haven't done it for years. Um, maybe it's because we're more mature, uh, but it's probably because we're older. And, and, you know, we're getting more set in our ways, right? That, that happens. I know I joke about it a little bit, about turning 40 here soon, but, but it's true. It is true. As we kind of get older, uh, we like things to be more set and more comfortable and planned out. We get a little more set in our ways. Um, When we think about our travels, we like to know where we are going. We want it planned out. We we want it to be predictable. It, It makes us feel safe. We're all travelers in this life. We're on a journey of faith and blessing. It's not always planned out. It's not always predictable. But that's okay. We have a God that we can trust in. We have a God who has a plan. A God who promises to give us a hopeful future. One of the first people to go on an adventure with God was Abraham. We can look back on his journey and and we see God calling him to go forth to a, a new place. A place he had never been before. He could have stayed where he was. He could have stayed where he was, content with the way things were, but he obeyed, and he went with God. Let's read in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, And your father's household to the land I will show you. 
I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. God invited Abraham into a new adventure, but God did not tell him the destination. He didn't tell him that his name would also change to reflect more of the future that God would give him. His name would change from Abram, which means exalted father, to Abraham, which means the father of nations, a father of faith, of nations, the blessing that would flow to many in the world for generations to come. See, these things, Abraham didn't know at the beginning. He had to kind of walk with God. And then he would start to understand. The basic point is, when God said, let's go, Abraham said, okay, I'll go. And is that within us today? Maybe God is saying to you, let's go. Let's go. Got a new adventure. Got something for you to do. Someone new for you to become on the inside. More courage, more character. Are we going to say, okay, like Abraham? We say, yes, God, I'll go. Hebrews 11 Verses 8 through 10, which we read just a few moments ago. I'm just going to read uh, verse, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. And this is the big part right here. Okay, What comes next is big. He obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. So again, we have this going from Genesis and now reiterated here in the book of Hebrews that God was calling Abraham to have faith and to go on this new journey. Abraham didn't quite know where he'd end up. He didn't quite know how it would all turn out. That's the same with us. Said, he said, I'm, I'm going to go in faith. So was it safe? Was it predictable? Was it comfortable? No. But was it a good journey? Was it a blessed journey? Yes. Yes, it was. 
we can all have those moments here where we kind of we look back on our own lives. Um, and when, when I look back, I, I would say uh, it would have been easier to stay in Wisconsin, to, to stay near family. Uh, that would have been easier. But there's been an adventure of faith and blessing from God for our family. When we look back to when we went out to Pennsylvania and then on to New Jersey and then here to Hope. And I'm glad that we obeyed God's leading. I'm not saying it was always easy. It was not. But it's been good. And if I think back, and I would have been unwilling to leave my comfort zone, looking back to 2004, before heading out east to Pennsylvania, if I thought, you know, it's just maybe too difficult, God. I'm just going to stay where I am. It's more comfortable and safe. Okay. If I would have done that, I know, standing here today, I know that I would have had regrets. I just don't think we want to live with regrets. So I want us to reflect. How often do we disobey and stay when we should obey and go? How often do we disobey and stay when we should obey and go? I want us to quick hear again just a portion of the liturgy from Lent that we, we spoke just uh, earlier in the service. We said, it was part of our prayer. It says, forgive us. Forgive us for yielding to fear rather than relying on your strength to take the risks of discipleship. So when I read the Bible... I see that God is always stretching us, kind of, kind of moving us beyond our comfort zone. And that God is saying, fear not. Have courage. Take my hand and let's go. See, sometimes we disobey and stay too long in a certain location or job or circumstances. Sometimes we just stay too long. But more often than not, to disobey and to stay means that we find it easier to stay as we are, emotionally, mentally, relationally, and spiritually. I know I've talked about, and with Abraham, and kind of the backstory of my life, our family a little bit, that it's, you know, moving locations, it's not always that. I'm not saying, okay, you said, okay, Andy's saying I need to move. I need to move somewhere. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, again, let God lead. But more often than not, it's, we find it easier to stay as we are. Uh, easier to, 
to do what we've always done. It's what we're used to. You know, it's, it's why you sit in the same pew Sunday after Sunday, right? Come on. You nod your head up and down. You say, yep, yeah, Pastor Andy, yep, you got me there. Maybe some of you move, I know. But in general, you think, I want that, that spot in the church. That's my pew. And uh, it's why you order the same thing on the menu from your favorite restaurant. It's, it's why I order the same drink from Starbucks. You know, tall iced coffee, two pumps classic, two pumps toffee nut, and heavy cream. Yeah. Yeah, what, what he said in the back. It's, we, we have our ways. It's what I get when I go to Starbucks. It's, you know what you get when you go to your place. So it's true. We have our comforts. We have our habits. And they're not all wrong. But how often in our lives do we keep doing the same thing and therefore missing out on God's guidance to move forward? How often do we miss out on God's guidance to move forward into a new state of mind, a new attitude, a new friendship, a new fill in the blank? God does not want us to stay as we are. God wants us to have more patience, more peace, more compassion, more humility, more openness to the ideas of Christ and the new ideas that may come from other people that while not our own ideas, that God is nudging us to adopt maybe a new way of thinking that maybe we haven't had before, but we have to be open to that. A new way of thinking, a new way of living that could be better for us. The journey of faith means that while we don't know the future or how it will all turn out, we continually take steps forward with God. One of our greatest examples of this in our community is Sarah Taylor. In her battle with cancer, she has an unknown future. But her faith is rock solid. And she is moving forward one day at a time, one step at a time. And while many would say that she has the right to throw a pity party, instead she chooses to keep the faith and to praise God for being with her. She looks beyond the cancer to find peace and joy in Jesus. She has been an absolute inspiration to us all. And truly for all of us, our future is unknown. But we walk with a God that can be known and can be trusted. I really believe that life is less about where we are traveling and more about who we are traveling with. We need to travel with God, receiving his guidance and love, and then share his love 
with the others he's placed around us. The more we get to know God on the journey, the more we build up our friendship with Jesus, the more naturally we will step forward with faith. Like we've heard before, we don't know what our future holds, but we know who it is who holds our future. Meaning we know the one who holds our hand, the one who says, fear not. I am with you, and I will help you. Our circumstances may be bad, but God is good. And we will continue to trust in Christ over our circumstances. Our last point today is the walk of faith always leads to blessing. And and in turn, we are to be a blessing to others. When God called Abraham to the new land, God said that he would not only bless him but that Abraham would be a blessing to others. When God's grace and blessings fill up our cup, they're then to overflow into the lives of others. God leads us into a future filled with hope, and we are to share that hope one life at a time. Our sister Sarah has a heart of faith and hope. And on her journey with cancer, she has given faith and hope to everyone around her. And her whole family has testified again and again to God's blessings that have flowed to them in ways they've never expected. So in this season of Lent, as we go forward, we have an assignment. Every day, look for opportunities to trust God's leading and to step forward with faith. And then lift up and bless other people. If Sarah can do it, so can we. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, help us all to continue this journey of faith and blessing. Lord, we don't know all that is yet to come, but we know you. We know that you're with us. Lord, continue to take Sarah by the hand, take all of us by the hand, and lead us. Lead us forward on this great adventure with you. Lord, for grace and peace and blessings to flow to each of us that we share together as we journey together. It's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.